Good evening from the geek section. Yo, it's your boy, Sid Taylor. I'm over here with the Black Lion himself. Yeah, I'm getting right down to the nitty gritty because it's a pretty relatively big news day and I kind of want to get to it. Yo, Chuck, man, tell the people what's cracking. Not much. I'm ready for this news. Let's go hard. There's a lot of news today. I mean, right. man, there's no shortage. Yes. Funk put in all of it. I think he put in all of it. He was in there cracking knuckles. But before we all the way start digging in like a groundhog. Hello, nerds. Welcome to Geek Beast. This is part of the Geekish Network. This is your daily rundown of geek news from geeks that look like me, geeks that look like you, and geeks that look like all of our tribe, like my man over here, Chuck, who just recently introduced himself. Yo, if you are new to the show, we cover the geek news beat and we share our opinions with you. Now, this is coming from a person of color's point of view. So if you feel real sensitive, you know, just stick around because we might uh, change your minds about a couple of things. Like I said earlier, my name is Sintel, and we are about to get this bad boy. We about to get it in. Let's go. Let's get it. Yo, Netflix. First up on deck is Netflix. Netflix always has something rolled up in their sleeve, ready to be ready to be debuted. And this time, it is a live action Bioshock movie. Hmm. Bioshock. So we're still in the gaming space. We've already had The Witcher kind of do very well, not kind of do very well, do extraordinarily well. And now we have Bioshock, which gives a lot of room for a lot of creativity and in that creative space. It uses a lot of that. Uh, what's it called? Steampunk-ish kind of vibe. You got monsters. Yeah. You got weird, creepy little girls. Yeah. I mean, is this right, right on brand for Netflix? Always dropping <laughs> bangers or uh, is this maybe a bit of a miss? I think this is a hit. I think this is a smart thing to do. Uh, the world of Bioshock is a beautiful world. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two games I enjoyed. The third game is different, somewhat different, but it's an enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about this property. I'm not sure who it's made for. I think they're, make, they're targeting towards the 30-somethings and up because we're the only yeah. ones that play that game. I, I can't think of people <laughs> under 20 under 30 really that played this game or know what this game really is i mean it's had a couple of revivals as a collection but Mm -hmm. i have records i have the original soundtrack on lp here um that came with the game yeah limited edition box i bought it um the characters are interesting Mm -hmm. i find netflix Digging deeper into the video game library. I know it yep. was a real big thing in anime. That that was one of our missions was to find video game properties to make anime and make mm-hmm. it work. So mm-hmm. I can imagine a live action adaptation of Bioshock could be really, really cool. I mean, yes. I don't know. I don't know which which game they're going to start it from or if they're going to go before right. the games. Mm. You know, I'm really curious. Or are they going to go before Rapture or, you know, the underground city of Rapture? Or are they going to go right into Rapture? It's going to be really right. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to rely heavily on how much uh, Netflix is willing to spend uh, because because the world is so robust. Uh, you can't really have a really good story unless you spend some bread. You know, I can't I can't really see that happening. And then, like you said, depending on the setting, because there's an entire game that's based underwater. Um, and I'm sure that could play a part, too, even though the inside is like you're not really in the water, but it's, but it's water. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, submerged. That- that deco interior has me excited. Also, yeah. this property was attached to Universal before, right? So yes. Universal had uh, the, the director Gore Verbinski. 
The yes. guy did Pirates of the Caribbean attack. Yeah, yo, that's a dope, that's dope, a dope ass idea. Uh, score yeah. to go with it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because because yeah. he did a great job with the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So I'm really curious of uh, who they're going to have attached to it now. We don't know mm-hmm. much about it. Who they've been attached to it, but. Um, I'm always going to say, I don't know. Who would you have do that? Like, I could see them saying, hey, let's go to Jordan Peele to do it. Make it a TV, Ooh. live action TV show. Let's go to Jordan Peele huh. and see how creepy we can make it. Well, what's the young lady? Creepy. Yeah, well, what's the young lady's name? The black director that did. Um, Misha Green. Yes. Her. Yes. 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 Because Misha her. She has a really good eye for creatures. She has a really good eye for suspense. She's not a scared. She's not scared of big mm-hmm. budgets. You know, I think I think she can do. And then not only that, man, there's a really good story that goes on with with the little girls and the big daddies. Uh, mm-hmm. And you may and you may want to have like you know um, a, a woman's perspective regarding that that form of storytelling. Um, and then you know, I'm also curious as to who our protagonist is going to be. You mm-hmm. know, a, 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 a strong. A, I'm always going to vote for a strong woman of color because I just want to see more of that. But I, w- I wouldn't mind uh, seeing seeing a woman as our uh, protagonist in this as well, and then have her, you know, make make sure that that is massaged quite well uh, in, into the storyline into the script. You, you know what I'd rather see? This would be up? a TV show. Like I'd rather see them take Rapture, like the the creation of Rapture, have that Mm -hmm. as the first season and second season of Rapture, and then we get out of Rapture in the third or fourth or fifth season. They had like something like the Sky City of Columbia because you got Mm -hmm. three different worlds. You got two different worlds here, or three different worlds because there was a world before Rapture. So Mm -hmm. I really want to see all that. You know what? And and to kind of piggyback off of that, I'm not mad at the movie if they use the movie to set the stage. You know, set the movie, set the characters, set the ambiance, have a quick little side story to kind of set it up and then, you know, have them do a series on top of it. I know that's not going to happen, but, you know, if we're over here sitting there, you know, looking at pretty clouds in the sky, guessing characters, that's what I would guess that I would want to make me happy. Um, You know, flesh all these stories out. Um, Yo, uh, I'm so sorry. I got to talk to the producer. I got a little bit of feedback on me. Good. Oh no, that's good. It's good. It's good. Sorry, I clicked in on the next article, the next story, oh, which has sorry. me excited. Has me super yeah. excited. So, so so sorry about that. It just I just yeah, mildly distracted. But this is not nearly in my ear is distracting as the announcement that Paramount had been dropping, and one of the big ones. Oh, excuse me, this isn't a Paramount story. I'm sorry, this is a Disney story. Oh uh, yeah. Um, this is a really big one, man, and it was distracting as well on how they did it. I'm gonna go into the details of that a little bit later, but um, there was a little ditty. It kind of went like, "What is it? Sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks, but the yo, y- y- y'all know that Chippendale? What? Well, y- y'all I know that. Chippendale has a movie coming out, man. Chippendale oh, man. Rescue Rangers, to be more specific." Chippendale. Yo, that theme song, the only thing that rivaled the Chippendale theme song was the DuckTales song. That was the only thing. Those those were the best (laughs) new theme songs of all time. I couldn't wait to see both of those shows back to back. Yo, yes. I'm bugging out right now. And you should. I'm I'm looking at the trailer. I just gonna start it. I have it muted. And oh. I'm like, hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. Did yeah. they just do this? Did they hold just on, wait, do wait, this? wait. Yeah, yeah. So listen, so Andy Samberg is going to be one of the people that's in charge of this. Uh, so, and the Lonely Island crew. So that should give you a pretty good idea oh, of, of the comedy that you're going to see. And they're going to really 
change it up in a way so that you're going to get three different media forms when you're watching this movie. You're getting two different animation styles and it's live action at the same time. I think the last time I saw this type of collaboration with that many different forms of media and this many different type of characters was Roger Rabbit, who also happens to be in this film as well. Like it's all kinds of people that's in it. If you have not checked out the trailer for Chippendale for the Chippendale movie, you are doing yourself a disservice. I know Chuck is over here watching it right now. Man, probably I, cracking I, up. Man, 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 let me tell you something. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of the Amazing Adventures of Gumball with the art styles. Yes. Dude, did you have, yes. It was 2D Dude, black cartoon. Bro, you beat me to it. And you have Dale, who's a 3D character, <laughs> yes. in the future version. <laughs> I, I know where all this movie's going. John Malinu, Andy Samberg, Will Arnett, yep. Eric Banner, yep. Keegan Michael. Michael Key, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons. You know, yeah, man. I got Jack for this, bro, too. <laughs> man, I mean, Chip and Jeff, people don't understand. People don't, these kids don't know. They didn't have it good growing up. These kids don't have it good growing up. Yeah, man. You know what? Why I'm happy about this, and it's because of that factor that they're able to absolutely jump the shark uh, uh, regarding like the style yes. uh, and, and and really play with it. Because you're not really going to be damaging any of the any of the new people that that never or even or people that are completely clueless to Chippendales Rescue Rangers are. And it's a great, you know kind of like nostalgic hat tip to, to the old heads like us. But man, you hit the nail right on the head when you said Gumball. Gumball is probably one of the greatest. Me, me and Chuck go on and on about how great uh, Gumball is. Uh, it's a it's legendary amazing. cartoon. And it's really an adult cartoon that masks itself as a children's cartoon. And this seems like it has that same kind of feel. You're going to see a lot of children's characters and cartoons, and it's a Disney property. But you're, we're talking about the Lonely Island crew, so it's going to have some a lot of innuendo a lot of hidden grown people jokes um, to go along with it. Like, like one of the bits, and this isn't this isn't spoiling it. One of the bits is that Chip and Dale, the two the the two um, uh, chipmunks, split after their run on um, on the show went went away. That's kind what of like people do. Thing. Group broke right? up, and that's when people happened. The group broke up, and one of them, I forget which one it is. I think it's Dale. Dale. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's Dale undergoes CGI surgery. So that he got tired of looking like a 2D character. So he had a procedure done to make him look more realistic. I mean, it's absolutely, that's absolutely priceless. I love love that. It's just, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yo, huge shout out to to the chat as well. Yo, if you are watching this on on Mm -hmm. a a stream, uh, the best way to watch this is live because you can sit here and comment and we will respond to you live just like we're doing right now to the funk. Yo, what's going on, the funk? Thank you for hanging out, man. It's always a slice, man. Um, He said, uh, really, he said, I really... I really want to know what they're going to be what they're going to be saying about this crazy meta commentary on CG animation. And then mm. he said a huge shout out to the tenth to the tenth anniversary, anniversary of, the PS of the PS Vita. Vita. Wow! Yes. Didn't, didn't wow. realize Ten it was that years. old. Wow! Yeah. Um, I need I need to get my hands on a Vita so I can mod it. Apparently, I heard that's yeah. the only mod device. Even though I yeah. got a Steam machine coming, I should mod a PS Vita too. Hey Matt, you know, 10 years old, you better grab them quick because that stuff is going to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to to go back to to Chip and Dell again, uh, the the movie is going to Rescue Rangers going to premiere on Disney Plus uh, on May 20th. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) do yourself a favor, check it out. Yeah. All right. Now back to what I was saying earlier uh, regarding Paramount, which is dropping all kinds of uh, 
bangers today. I don't know how what's going on. It felt you would have thought it was like Comic Con and we was in Hall H or something, man. So Sonic the Hedgehog, it, their universe is expanding a second Paramount sign off on a third film and Knuckles, a Knuckles spinoff <laughs> series is also going to be coming to Paramount Plus, plus with Idris Elba uh, reprising the role. Uh, yo, the second Sonic hasn't even come out yet and they're already got like, the third oh, we got, we and got, the spinoff. We got, in the bag. we got to throw one in the bag. People are going bananas over classic Robotnik. They're really excited about it. Yeah, and, and the first one was a surprise hit. A lot of people thought it was mm-hmm. going to be a miss. And I think people went in there for the lulls and then came out pleasantly surprised and entertained. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're going to go. it. I mean, they're going to keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. And Paramount, I'm not mad at them, man, because they have been like low key. They've been dropping some some bangers under the, you know, under the radar. A perfect example is a Fresh Prince, which is, whoa, if you're not watching Fresh Prince, what are you doing? Um, so they're definitely setting their lineup up to be a, a contender. Um, did you see the first Sonic film? I did. I actually didn't get to see it in theaters. I saw it at home. I actually watched it on the plane on my on my on my iPad and was pleasantly surprised. Like, oh, this was good. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I liked the glad the fact that we did Sonic the Hedgehog appropriately. Mm-hmm. Because if it was creepy Sonic the Hedgehog, that film would not have worked. It would have failed. No, it would no, have but people, failed. But, but that's why I think people went. People mm-hmm. went to see the Titanic sink, you know, and mm-hmm. up being good. Yo, if you if you're doubting Sonic's gangster, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog broke multiple box office records, including beco- becoming the domestic top grossing video game adaptation of all time. It earned almost. I can, I can see that. It earned almost 320 million in worldwide box office. Yo, I, I mean. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it put it put butts in the seats, man. So, you know, yeah. I, I do, and you know I who else could put butts in the seats? Idris Elba. Idris yes. Elba. He's re- he's going to te- a, a series spinoff. So we know some, we know that Knuckles doesn't die in the second movie. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and that I uh, know Paramount Plus has put they created the Sonic universe. I think everybody's creating a universe. They're like, hey, there's only one-off films anymore. Let's do it all. I'm surprised we don't have a Silent Hill uh, universe or a Resident wait Evil for universe. Wait for it. Started yet. <laughs> Yo, just wait, wait, wait about a couple of I'm months. They'll, they'll they, didn't say, they, they didn't go to the uh, uh, the what's the American Horror Story group? They, yeah, AHS crew say, hey. We're gonna give y'all Resident Evil and give y'all about five hundred million dollars. Go, go ahead, mm. <laughs> go, just go. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yo, I mean, yo, those inner universes print money. The two things that you that you need in order to print money, mm-hmm. you need you need a universe that you can play play with, and then you need to find a, a full blown bad guy and then turn them into an anti hero so they can be beloved low key. <laughs> kind of like Peacemaker. Yeah, like Peacemaker, exactly. <laughs> like Knuckles, exactly. Like Knuckles, so, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're they're right there um, with the formula. I'm just waiting for Halo. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of CGI news today. Yeah. Next up um, is another one. Yo, next up. <laughs> it's yo, like Comic-Con. So, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what are we, what are we, in the Hall H? Like, <laughs> I feel like Paramount just went out and rented out Twitter for the geek space today and just mm-hmm. started dropping heat. So Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe will include new movies focused on, of course, villains. Ah, oh, <laughs> golly, I'm so tired of making villains good. I'm so tired 
tired, tired. Well, the upcoming Rogan-produced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies coming in 2023 will be used to launch a new series of films focusing on villains, and these movies will premiere exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. So Rogan says he intends to focus on the teenage aspect of the characters. The film will be directed by animation veteran uh, Jeff Rowe from Gravity Falls and Disenchantment. That's a very good thing, because Gravity Falls is amazing. Uh, and Brendan, o- and Brendan O'Brien uh, Neighbors from Neighbors. Uh, the animated universe isn't the only Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles projects in the works. Saturday Night Live writer Colin Joss will pin a new live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie as well. Um, so, yo, we got tons of anti-villains yet again, but we do have a, a veteran animator in Gravity Falls. Hold on. What if it's not anti-villains? What if the turtles are just a bunch of teenage assholes and these people are just trying to live and they just beat them up because they feel like it? Well, I mean, he they Batman said, it. They Batman it. You know? He said that they're gonna make them real teenagers, and teenagers are assholes. So yes, they are. Um, so they, don't so be they, surprised. They Batman all over, isn't it? Turtles. So it's somebody that's like you know who stole a pack of cigarettes and he gets choked out by like not the police but turtles this time and die. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of welcoming that. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because we need a little bit more lighthearted turtles because the last big turtle project was Michelangelo avenging his dead brothers. That's kind of dark and, you know, nobody. Was that what was what was that on? I remember that. Yes, yeah, a comic that came out. Oh, uh, that sounds depressing. Yeah. All, all three of the four turtles have been slaughtered and Michelangelo is out to get vengeance. And he's wearing his oh, that sounds horrible. headbands on his arms. Yeah, it's really dark. I don't know. Oh, you know I don't know anybody that's read it. But it's out there, so I'm the, I'm it's the, good to get kind of get back to remember the, the the remember the roots of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. was to sell children's toys. It was. So it would be kind of fun to get back to like a little bit. Uh, more, was more it? I think it was a comic book before they made it a toy store. I'm not. I can't, I can't recall. But the guys that created Turtles, they did. They have one of those shows. Uh, whose TV show is it anyway? The TV shows that made us. Netflix did a TV show on them. Right. Yeah. I think I I thought. The toys inspired the comic. That's what mm, I thought. I think that was just Transformers. I think they actually made the comic first. Okay. And then they fell out over the toys, the toy rights. Okay. The creators. Because right. the two creators, I don't think they talk anymore. Uh, yo, I do remember hearing about that. There, there was a mm-hmm. fallout on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, big shout out to, to the chat. Defunk, he said uh, that series is called Last, Last Ronin. Oh, that sounds yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's read it. Like I said, I don't know anybody that's read it yet, but I, I know it's out there. I know the artwork. It looks pretty dope. Like there's a there's a few yeah. shots of of Michelangelo with his back turned, and you see all the the the, the, the headbands and, and bandanas and stuff on him. But you know, we'll yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know. It sound would be really cool. You have Shredder, like the creation of Shredder, like how did Shredder become Shredder? Mm-hmm. Uh, we already know how Bebop from Rock City became Crane, who mm-hmm. he was before he was Crane. And mm-hmm. Rat King and Hun, like who yeah. who are these people before they were, and they became these bad villains, kind of like Gotham. Huh. Ah, that could be interesting. You see, that could be interesting. I can also see Seth Rogen playing either uh, Bebop and or Rocksteady because that just seems to fit. I can see him playing Crane too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that too. I can see that. Sure, why not? I mean, you know, I feel like every like 10, 15 years, there needs to be a bloodletting of turtle products that needs to come out. The turtles are like 30 years old, right? At least. It came out easily, in like 91, easily. 92, somewhere around in there. Easily. Um, so yeah, it's about it's about time for that to come back around. Um, speaking of things coming back around very, very quickly, 
I mean, we all were excited about seeing relatively small Master Chief in the Warthog in live action because Paramount, once again, more Paramount news had unveiled an amazing trailer for the Halo series that's going to be coming out in like a next, in like another couple of months, like in March, if I if I remember right. Well, it's already been renewed for season two, everybody. So for those of you that may be reeling uh, regarding falling in love with a project only to see it get snatched from you um, without it like fully fleshing out. You don't have to worry about that. They're going to have two seasons to kind of get it right. Um, a la Cowboy Bebop. Um, I don't even know if a second season would have saved that show, but, uh, <laughs> but you don't have to worry about it. Um, that's good, man. I, I, I like that. I hope it, yeah. it allows, I hope it allows the creators to really kind of like relax, you know, yeah. And, yeah. You, you can make more beautiful art, you know, from a from a space of peace. <laughs> I love the that, that trailer. When they showed me that trailer, I was all in. Yeah, yeah it did you look know? good. It did. Yeah. It looked really, yeah. really good, except for apparently, size. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently people were mad at Cortana. No, yeah, because like she's fleshy. She's fleshy fleshy. Cortana. She's not blue. She's not blue. Yeah, I didn't and, hate it. And she don't. She don't like. Uh, like a post pubescent t- Cortana. She's like an actual woman that can actually help you. I mean, you know, it's, fanboys it's, are weird. Yeah, bunch of weird. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 the same. It's kind of like the same issue with um with Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I forgot the the what's her name's uh, 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 um, what's her name's character. Faye. Oh, God, I can't think of her name. Faye. With Faye's character, Faye's character in the uh, in the animes is very revealing in her in her clothing, but that clothing isn't functional in reality and people felt mad because they wanted to see that version of Faye in reality and, and clothes just don't work like that. They don't work like know. that. <laughs> so people were like really upset. And even if they did work that like that, I mean, you know, we, we, we we've progressed some, so. You know, yeah. We, we've made some right. progression people. We made yeah. some progression. <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll be all right. You'll be uh, just I, was, fine. I, I cared more about the voice of Katana than, mm-hmm. than, than how she looked more. So they didn't mm-hmm. else. You know, so I, I think that's like, the most important thing to care about. That's how it was to me. I mean, because it's not like you're sitting there eye ogling Cortana the, the entire time you're playing. And if you were uh, Halo, Cortana, you're hearing her voice. If you were Googling Cortana while you're playing Halo, maybe you should go talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying yeah. much, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we still maybe. got some bank. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit. Go, go, go seek help. You might. Yeah. Need yeah. Cause that's what you might, <laughs> what you shouldn't be doing. But anyway, yeah. anyway, we're, we're, we're off topic a little bit. No, 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 no. You're right. I mean, every now and then you do need to peel yourself from a screen and look at things that don't have a frame rate. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> here are things that don't have Dolby behind it, you know, just go out and enjoy life. And so go, it go look at some real people. <laughs> Um, all right, so listen, we're gonna we're gonna kind of like wade out of the 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 woods of Paramount dropping bombs. Uh, there was one more banger that was dropped, and it was not dropped by Paramount, but it was done by an old title that's getting fresh breath breathed in its lungs, and that is Star Wars: The Old Republic. They dropped a cinematic trailer that's good enough to maybe be considered for like a full blown, you know. I, oh man, man! Seen that? Man, I, I saw the I saw the short one that was posted. I haven't Ooh. seen the full version of it, which I heard is like twenty minutes. So I'm whoa! See, I this. didn't see the yeah. I didn't I didn't see the full. Uh, one. Like the one I saw the version of it was it, so 
Oh, there's, oh, that makes me even more excited. That makes me a lot more excited. Man, it's so um, good. I'm so excited they, about it. They they talk about something. This isn't a spoiler per se, uh, because this is just a trailer. It's not going to spoil the game. But they talk about something that, that me and Chuck have talked about a lot of times and, and some of our other co-hosts on Bingeworthy. Um, and that is that, you know, the Jedi can be some assholes. Um, they are, you know, yeah, and and this, they, even though the Sith are bad, the Jedi's are assholes. I don't know if I necessarily want to rock with either. And with Neither that one being said, yeah, you know, I'd be a great Jedi, you know, somewhere in the middle where I could kind of like, kind of like do my own thing. Um, and that trailer that you should watch kind of talks about that. You know, we kind of it's kind of like been a pretty hot topic too. On, in, in the geek Twitter space as well regarding uh, the Boba Fett series because uh, Luke shows up and makes some decisions that kind of like put that, you know, Jedis are kind of like some assholes back in back in the spotlight again. Um, do you do you think that this is kind of like done on purpose by the by the creators of the of the Star Wars franchise by Disney? Yeah. Kind of add a little bit more levity to the to the light and dark or or you think they're just kind of like stumbling over themselves and the writing and this is just what's happening i think they're doing them right i think they're going deeper into the probably gonna reach back in what's considered legends and pull mm-hmm. some of that stuff back in the canon because because jj abrams was the one who threw it all into legends right it was it was it was abrams that threw it all in legends so i think they realized there's a lot of good material here we need to bring it forward right like yeah. uh i forgot her name i just forgot the name but she has like a purple lightsaber mm-hmm. and um they like to say there's no true reason why there's colors to the lightsabers, mm-hmm. but Wikipedia and there's a lot of lore, a lot of videos that dis- dis- that discuss the colors of lightsabers and why Jedi are blue and blue and green, mm-hmm. why Mace was purple, why the Kyber crystals turn red for for Sith lords, okay. and why Sith lords don't respect purple but they can use purple, you know. Okay. Um, so it's really interesting to see them pulling stuff forward and going back to these old video game franchises and making it part of the canon again. Because okay. JJ threw all that stuff in Legends. Like, none of that counts anymore. Because he couldn't write himself out of that hole because he wanted to remake the original three movies like they didn't exist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with some different characters. Yeah, and make a janitor Force-sensitive, but not have the Force, which is I don't understand what that means anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's we're not even going to to get into that. But if you um if you are a fan of of the Star Wars universe, you know, do check mm-hmm. check out the trailer. It's worth it. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely worth it. And the Old Republic is a is a is a time period that I'm I'm more excited about than than modern Star Wars history. I guess you could say. You know, it yeah. seems like you could do. It seems like you just do a lot more uh, with with that property. Um, hey, so, you know, we wouldn't be fully geeking out if we didn't, you know, trick out some of our hardware from time to time. And one of those things that you can trick out is your PC case. Now, me and Chuck are a bit of sneakerhead. Chuck's a little bit more of a sneakerhead than I am, but I, I'm certainly of the culture as well. Uh, Cooler Masters has released a Sneaker X PC case. Uh, it it looks dope, man. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, man. I don't know if you've seen the picture of it or not. I see um, it. I'm looking at it. So it's it's literally a sneaker-shaped PC case, and it's, and it's built off of the works from modder JMDF, who originally submitted the design at the brand's Case Mod World Series in 2020. So the price for the Sneaker X case hasn't been shared, but hopefully it's a little less than the $4,000 cost for JMDF's handmade mod. Uh, that he featured earlier. It's it's a little bit tough to kind of get an idea of how big it is, 
But in a world now where PC gaming is really shining, um, uh, it's a good flex, man. You know, if, if you want to make a piece of artwork out of the thing that houses, you know, your, your escape, your, your video game escape, this is a good place to look. Let me um, tell you something. I am a sneakerhead, mm-hmm. a diehard sneakerhead. I do not want this case. <laughs> There's nothing for me. I do not want well, this case. It's um. Are you are you a form or function type of person? Because I I do have uh, some issues with it. I mean, I think, no. I think I'm a form person because at E3 okay. every year they have mm-hmm. a there's a there's a case competition there and a bunch of cases are there. Usually Microsoft brings them in, and man, mm-hmm. I've seen some amazing cases, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of want that. I yeah. would pay four grand for that. I would pay. I would. I would spend. I would spend the cost of a cheap car uh, for that right now. I would do that. <laughs> but for a sneaker shaped case, uh, it doesn't make that. It looks fun. cool. I think it's it a looks cool, cool idea. It's a cool just, idea. Yeah. I worry. I worry about when it comes to like those kind of cases. Um, there's some really important things that you have to consider uh, when you're when you're building a PC and. And function is a really big part of it. Big, mm-hmm. big part of it. Like it can look cool, but you have to worry about things like thermals. You have to worry about things about how easy it is to to access and switch out uh, some of the parts that you have because you don't want you don't want your CPU overheating. Um, it's 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 in this area. You it doesn't look like it's suitable for for that. You know, like I mean, if you're going to spend around four stacks for a case. You know, you're probably going to put the hottest and the dopest. A graphics card in it as well and that's going to come with some with some heat demands and that just doesn't look like it's going to cater to that yeah like jmd has done some crazy cases right they had they had like the the little french bulldog case they made it was like a french bulldog they have the uh car engine case they got the i think the porsche case like right. they uh Lam- or Lam- lamborghini it's a lamborghini case my fault Mc- Mc- mclaren Mc- mclaren a mclaren mm-hmm. case they have a ah. bunch of interesting looking cases so uh the french bulldog when i think is like i'm like yeah i'll, I'll probably get a french bulldog case and you can put your case up on your desk and it's like it's like a little french bulldog or a car See, engine that's cool but the sneaker, cool. i'm like i'm the sneaker i'm like it's cool but i don't want that they even have an assassin creed case <laughs> i mean you know i guess for sneaker heads they'll buy it yeah it's a good it's a fun flex it's a fun flex. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't put anything high end in it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You I know? mean, it's the, their cases are usually aired out. They usually have them separated. It's not really enclosed on your computer on all the parts. But does it fan out properly? Who knows? That's what I'm Who saying. Who knows? You dealing with high end? You gotta have mm-hmm. you gotta, that thing. Gotta breathe, man. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe I'm just um, you know looking for an excuse to not get one because I'm I agree. four thousand dollars for one. You go. You go. I'm gonna get you that case. Gonna we're gonna see it in the back there on your desk, the the computer case. All right, yo, yo, I got one more, and I know, I know, we're running really, really. We got a Black History. We got a Black History Month moment too. Oh well, you know what? Then you know, I'll I'll, I'll tap out and we'll we'll go to that so okay. that I won't, I won't burn out. Uh, you know, much more since time. we're in the middle of Black History Month, we want to celebrate some people, the nerds and geeks of Black History that you all probably have not heard about. Yeah. Uh, the person that we're going to celebrate today is Dr. Mark Dean. Dr. Mark Dean holds three of the nine patents that led to the Gigabyte computer produced by IBM. 
Uh, he's been making computers all his life. He went to University of Tennessee, got his master's degree in electrical engineering, went to Florida Atlantic University, get his PhD in electrical engineering. Dr. Mark, uh, Mark Dean started working with IBM in 1980 and was instrumental in the invention of the personal computer. Holds three of the IBM's original nine PC patents and currently hey. holds more than 20 total patents. You know, for the famous African-American inventor, never thought the work he was doing would end up being so useful to the world. But he has helped IBM make instrumental changes in areas ranging from the research and application of system technology circuits to operating environments. One of his most famous computing inventions occurred while leading the team leading the team that produced a one gigahertz chip, which contains one million transistors, has nearly limitless potential. Wow. So he's in the Inventors Hall of Fame for that. And I think people need to support Mark Dean. He's a computer scientist of the African diaspora. All right. Well, go ahead, Mark Dean, with your best self. Yes. I'm going to something new. I didn't even know yes. about all that. Man, you know, I, I remember we are old enough to remember uh, how how important IBM was mm -hmm. uh, to 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 kickstarting the, the PC revolu revolution. Um, so, um, 